Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You've got game one of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Bucks, by many accounts, expected to win. Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst for TSN, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jack, tell us why the Bucks would not win tonight. Tonight or the series? Uh, <laughs> you pick. I guess I, uh, you know, I, I think for the Raptors, uh, if they come out and really shoot the ball well, uh, I think for them, uh, you know, Milwaukee will yield some open opportunities on the perimeter because they're, you know, they're very conscious of paint protection. So I think for the Raptors, I think a, a big part of it is, is uh, and they struggled, uh, they've struggled so far with their shooting in the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to play well on both ends. The Raptor defense has been terrific in the playoffs against Orlando and Philadelphia, and they're going to need to be equally as terrific against a tremendous offensive team in Milwaukee. And then on the other side, uh, you know, you got to keep up, you know, you're, 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 you know, you got to have answers and solutions uh, when, when the ball finds you and you have open opportunities. So I'm excited. It should be a great series, uh, two outstanding teams and, uh, really well coached, and uh, you know, I mean, it's just, and you got obviously the two superstars in, in Giannis and, and Kawhi. The uh, the factor of Giannis and Kawhi. Let's just say they negate each other, which is kind of impossible to really kind of analytically put together. But let's just say they negate each other. The Toronto Raptors, to me, uh, this can come down to benches. Is their bench depth enough? to be able to say they can keep up with the likes of George Hill and Malcolm Brogdon and, and the way the Bucks can run different sizes and different shooters at you continuously because it seems like the Bucks can do it in waves. Well, that's the big thing. I, I think the challenge when you're Toronto or, or Boston or Detroit or any team that plays Milwaukee is a lot of times they beat you with that run in the third quarter where you blink your eyes and, oh, my goodness, they just had a 12-2 run on you. And – you know, it could be anyone on the floor at that point. Uh, you know, but they're they're just a, a team that uh, you. I was my point earlier. You got to keep up. You got to be able to make plays. You got to be great offensively, but you also got to be great offensively. You're playing a really good team. I guess the best way I would describe it is uh, you're you're playing against a scratch golfer. You know, and, and if you're a four handicap. In, our, in this sport, they don't give you the four strokes, right? Mm-hmm. you you got to make your putts. And I think for Toronto, uh, and Toronto's an excellent team, and down the stretch of the regular season, they were sensational in terms of moving the ball, getting open shots, and making open shots. And to me, I think that's going to be a critical factor. And the contribution from the bench, Serge Ibaka really came on late in the uh, Philadelphia series and was, was wonderful. Uh, he's had opportunities against the Bucks uh, this year, where and, and he'll get some good looks in, in this series in his pick and pop game and pick and roll game. He's a good player, uh, but you know they're going to need Norman Powell and Fred VanVleet. There are other two guys that 
normally play off the bench that have struggled in the playoffs uh, to really come through. Uh, because, again, you know, and here's the other thing. The Raptors have the older roster, and after tonight, it's every other day. And, you know, the level of the defensive intensity in this series on both sides takes a lot out of you. And in particular, it takes a lot out of you, and it affects your offense a little bit. So you need that depth. Uh, to kind of help counteract some of that. So it's going to be critical for the Raptors. Uh, and I agree, but Milwaukee's got a really good bench. But I, I feel confident that Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet in this series uh, can play better. And if that's the case, I think Toronto uh, suddenly moves right into the equation of, of being able to win the series. You know, unfortunately, OG Ananobi is not available tonight, and he hasn't been available for a while. You know, appendix operation and that really set the Raptors back because he's another piece of the puzzle in terms of size and another guy that could guard Giannis and uh, a capable offensive player. The uh, Their head coach, when you start to compare X's and O's, Nick Nurse versus Budenholzer, is there an edge to either? These guys, I'm a former college coach, and I've been working in the NBA for 21 years as an analyst, and uh, both of these guys are excellent. You know, what, 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 what they used to say about Don Shula, he can take his and beat yours. He can take yours and beat his. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these two guys can do that. So if you put Nick Nurse on Milwaukee's bench and you put Mike Budenholzer on Toronto's bench, uh, the ro- results would be still terrific. Because and, not, and, and let's take the players out of it for a minute. These guys are that good. Uh, and, and I'm real. I'm, I'm super impressed with what Coach Budenholzer did in Atlanta, and what he's done here in Milwaukee. And Nick Nurse in his first year in Toronto has has been fabulous, you know, and took over uh, a coach that did a great job in Dwayne Casey, and you know a lot of expectations. And I, I think Nick has handled it beautifully. Talking with Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst for TSN. So we saw in the first two series. Uh, that the Bucks played, they tried to build a wall and basically not allow Giannis to just muscle his way through the paint. Is that and it didn't work very well? I mean, they, they've only lost one game the entire postseason. Is that would, would you continue to do the same thing? Is there some a, a different approach that you would take in trying to slow Giannis down? Well, I you know I don't think there is a way to slow him down. I mean, I, I, I you know I mean there's a way to slow him down, but there's not a way to stop him. I guess would be the best way to say it. Make him take as many difficult shots as you possibly can. I think that's a, you know, you, you know he's going to just close your eyes and you know he's going to get 20 or whatever and he's going to get 10 rebounds, okay? But, you know, so just uh, don't hang your head when he gets a dunk or don't hang your head when he uh, comes up with a spectacular play because that's going to happen because he's great. Uh, the reality is, though, don't, allow those great plays to happen uh, often. Uh, make him have to take tough shots. And what do you do? you got to just move your feet and contain and make him shoot over the top of you and block him out as best as you can. And sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. But the, the challenge is uh, staying committed and not hanging your head. And I think the great thing about the Raptors in their first two series against Orlando and Philadelphia uh, they were a feisty bunch and resilient and, and just didn't back down from the challenge. And uh, there'll be a number of different guys that are going to have the opportunity 
uh, to guard him, and and I'm sure there'll be multiple help and guys flying all over the place trying to get back to people and recover. Uh, but nonetheless, I think you just you go into it saying he's going to make some plays, but let's be sound in, in the principles fundamentally defensively and, and trust in that. And so far, again, Toronto's been pretty good doing that. Uh, Kawhi has been really solid. I mean, even when the team didn't shoot well, he was the guy that kind of threw him on his back. Is there is there just a way to contain him, or do you just allow him to have his and try to shut down everybody else? Uh, you know, I, I think for the Raptors to win this series because of the firepower and the depth that you mentioned before about the Bucks, uh, he's gonna he's gonna need some help because he did a lot of heavy lifting. And some of the miles put on him in the first two rounds were city miles, not highway miles. You know, I mean, it was just bumpy. Mm-hmm, right. It was tough. And he, you know, he's a great, great player, tremendous competitor. Uh, so to me, uh, I think if you're Milwaukee, uh, I think they'll probably take their chances uh, on some other guys and, and try as best as they can in their base defense. Uh, Middleton's done a pretty good job guarding Kawhi Leonard so far this season. Uh, and then they'll adjust as they go along based upon how Kawhi Leonard gets going. But to me, I think for Toronto, a lot of it you mentioned before about the bench. I, I just think in general that secondary scoring beyond Kawhi Leonard, will they have enough of it consistently? Uh, and, and to me, if they do, then I feel confident in their defense. I feel confident. Uh, in, in their makeup as a group, uh, the key is going to be are they going to have enough consistency on the offensive end beyond Kawhi Leonard. Always great to chat, Jack. Uh, we'll touch base with you hopefully later in the uh, in the series as well. But uh, good luck, and we will talk soon. Okay. Oh, my pleasure. Have a great day. I'm thrilled to be here in Milwaukee and. Uh, Beautiful day here today. I'm going to go run on the lake, and uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's awesome, Jack. Enjoy the city, and we'll see you soon. Okay. You got it. See you, pal. There you go. Jack Armstrong, Raptors television analyst for TSN, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They're going to get done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 